this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, September 19th, recording at 1022 Studios at Industrious. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that there is a tomorrow. (laughs) If you can't tell, Jeff had his butt kicked today. (laughs) It was just, everything was just off, you know? Everything was just off by three degrees. Everything was just, everything, it was a map quest day. I got within 200 yards of my destination, and then it turned me in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. Um, and or, or it just stopped and said, you have arrived. And no, I haven't. I have I'm not. still lost. I'm not seeing the building. Right. What's going on? Yeah. Just a little, just like tiny little things, but they all add up to be like, oh my gosh, what is with this day? Um, but, you know, like we had some packages that were coming in for the studio and one of them was like a really big delivery. And then they emailed me today and said, just kidding. It's going to be tomorrow, not today. And that happened with a couple of our packages today. It was just that kind of day where it was like roadblock, 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 but it's fine. But in searching for the upside, you can be grateful that a that that tomorrow is a, is a new day. You're mm-hmm. allowed to, I don't think we say this enough. We used to say it all the time. I don't think we say it enough anymore uh, or as much. And see, the microphone just went limp. Um, <laughs> this is really, I feel like you need to stop and just go back to bed. And then just wake up. The, um, I don't think we say it enough, but the, the, sorry, hold on. Okay. The, the, uh, multiple things can exist at the same time. So you can still see the upside and be grateful and also be frustrated and be like, I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah. Which is where I am. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for whiteboard markers. What a cool invention. You have done that one multiple times. You really enjoy a whiteboard marker, don't you? I really do. And you or know, is it a line of sight gratitude? Because it's there. Well, it's there. So I'm looking at it right now. Um, I'm also grateful for tables that are easy to move because I just moved a table to be closer to me and more convenient because we print out uh, like our three random things, stuff that we need, show prep, if you will, and put it in front of ourselves. Um And so it's nice that this table just moves right where I need it. Can we talk about the plane that has gone missing in South Carolina? Have you heard this story? Is this a military plane? Yeah, it's it's a top gun plane. It's a stealth F-35 or something. It's worth $100 million. And there were two planes flying doing some sort of training or whatever. It wasn't anything. They weren't on a mission. They were just doing, you know, daily stealth plane things and the pilot ejected from one of them because of something, but the plane was in, uh, they call it zombie mode, which means that it would just keep flying Hmm. and they don't know where it is. And they've asked the public. So the plane that the guy, that the pilot jumped out of. Yes. That's still flying around somewhere. They don't know. They don't know. It was in North Charleston. So it could have gone into the ocean. Mm Mm-hmm. It could, but they put, they, they sent out an announcement and said, Hey, if anybody sees this and they gave a fighter jet, they gave a phone number and said, don't touch it. And I'm thinking, what? It's not somebody's dog that got out. It's not, you know, Benny, the Dalmatian do not chase, call this number, you know, don't try to, it's, 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 
a fighter jet. How I know it. Who it's would stealth. come across a jet and be like, you know what? I'm going to open the door right. and I'm going to see if anybody left their ID in here. So right. I know who to call. Let me, like, let me look on the front seat and see if there's a wallet or something. Right. And how I'm just, I'm so fascinated by this story because how does it just, I mean, I get it. It's stealth. I get those. That's an easy joke. That's the low hanging fruit joke. Oh, right. it really is stealth. But how, I mean, they make dog collars with air tags built into them. People who have lost luggage on airplanes then track it using their air tag mm -hmm. and find out that, it, oh, it got shipped to, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. It's sitting at the airport. Let me call them. Right. I haven't put it on a plane back to Atlanta. Right? Right. Air how do you tag. lose $110 how million? How did, you, how did you not put an air tag on your fighter jet? You know what's going to be funny is the conversation that someone- I'm gonna, By the way, we're recording this on Monday evening, so I'm going to check- my go-to news source, Mo News, and just make sure it hasn't been found. They, can you imagine someone's boss, like, you know, someone's boss in the military being like, how did you possibly, like someone is asking someone else, how did you possibly let this happen? That is not a good day at work. There's actually so much, because I just opened up the, the Mo News Instagram account and the first thing that popped up was that uh, Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom, is completely open uh, because they captured the black bear. Apparently, a black bear got into, I think it was Tomorrow World, and they had to close a whole bunch of rides. Yeah. So, oh no, sorry. Tomorrow World or Tomorrowland, whatever it's called, was open. Uh, Frontierland, Liberty Square, and Adventureland at Magic Kingdom. So if you're not familiar with Disney World Which I am not. and the Magic Kingdom, the Frontierland and Liberty Square, those all, I mean, I don't know what rides or activities or stuff are still there, but that's where the Country Bear Jamboree is. Mm -hmm. There's uh, Mark Twain's Island. It's like a playground play space where you can go exploring things like Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn did, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, there's all that, like if there was going to be a bear, a robot bear living in a tree, it would be in that area. Right. So do you think somebody saw it and said, wow, look how real that looks. Disney's really. Oh man. Stepping up their game. Okay. So. Missing plane. No updates on the missing plane. Okay. So as of right now, it still has not been found. I had a run in with my past yesterday. And I went to go grab lunch at this cafe that is close to our house. And I noticed these two people that look so familiar in line next to me. And I'm like, who are those people? I know I know them. Finally, it hits me like a lightning bolt. They are the parents of my high school crush. And high school boyfriend or high no, school no, 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 crush? No. High school crush. Now, this is a guy that I used to ride home with in high school, even though I didn't have to, because I had the biggest crush on him. No. And he didn't like me at all. Like oh. he didn't care about me at all. And I don't know if it's like, you was know, because I was, was 
Was he an older? Was he? He was older. Was, was he a senior and you were a sophomore? So he wanted nothing to do with you. It was like senior freshman, I think. I mean, it, it was, yeah, he was definitely older. He, I thought he was so cool and he could drive and all of this stuff. And I was like a little puppy dog chasing him around. I think I had a crush on this guy for like two years and he never, I mean, he was so nice to me, but never like, yeah, because you know. he probably thought you were his kid sister. Right. Um, but I was at his family's house all the time because I would, you know, get dropped off. Like he, we would get home there at his house and then my mom would come pick me up. And Did I, he have a sister or something? Or were you just the creepy little kid? Totally creepy. Who wouldn't leave him alone? Totally creepy kid that okay. wouldn't leave him alone. And looking back on it, like how nice is it that he was actually nice to me? Right. When someone's acting that way. But as soon as I saw them and I reintroduced myself to them and they're like, oh my gosh, Callie. And you know, whatever. They were so nice, but all of the embarrassment. Did from- you guys ever make out or anything? No. So he was probably completely clueless no, to no, no, your no, no, crush. No. no, there's no, like guys everyone are, knew. Guys are dumb. Everyone knew. Guys are dumb, especially if it's senior- Freshman, senior, sophomore, and he never tried anything. He he was probably being nice to your parents. You know what I mean? He said, oh, it'll be easier. It's easier for everybody if I just get her up to Buckhead. Yeah. You, guys, you guys went to a, a private school that was not near Buckhead. Right. So you probably thought he was helping your parents out. I don't know what he thought, I'm sure. But anyway, so... When I saw his parents and I was talking to them casually and they're so sweet. And, um, but I realized like all of the secondhand embarrassment from embarrassing things that you did in the past. I don't think that ever goes away. It's like reading your diaries for middle school. It just makes you cringe. And like, he's happily married with kids. I'm happily married to you with our kids. Are you? Um, I am, (laughs) I am, Mm -hmm. um, Jeff saying that because we <laughs> we were having a discussion uh, before <laughs> before we started recording the show today, um, but it's like that same level of embarrassment. Have you ever run into anyone like from high school or someone that you like, and you just are flooded with why do I feel sixteen again? Uh, no, because I don't live in the town that I went to high school in. Yeah. So when we ran into, um, remember when we went to go see your dad? And you saw like a girl from your high school or something. Did that flood back with any, like, did you revert back to like 14 or is that just a girl thing? I think it's a girl thing. Yeah. I can't think of anything. I mean, everything I did in What if we saw that guy? What's the guy that you always reference on the podcast? Uh, Who's, who, he was like your street best friend. Jason Watson. Jason Watson. What if you ran into him with that coming, flooding back? Like you guys would like. Nope. No. Nope. I don't, I think it's, I don't think, I don't think guys do a lot of cringeworthy things because I think everything the guys do is kind of dumb, you know? (laughs) So I don't think it's, I don't think any part of it is, uh, if any regret that I have is, is, is like there was, I, sometimes I think back to, um, like two months after I moved to Arizona. So I was 22 years old. So this is decades ago, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a girl that wanted to make out with me. Mm-hmm. Like she wanted to hook up. 
And I knew this because she basically told me. Right. But I didn't do it because I wasn't 100% sure. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. And so I sometimes I think about that. And, and I think of her going back to her friends going, yeah, I told, she actually said the sentence, I really like to make out. I was like, oh, yeah, it's really fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> then she faked an upset stomach. I mean, maybe she had an upset stomach. But out of nowhere, she just was almost angrily stood up and said, my stomach hurts. I have to go. She left. <laughs> so that's cringeworthy. I posted a uh, a little bluey cartoon on Instagram the other day, and I was I have mixed feelings about the results. The cartoon says it's a little still from Bluey. If you don't know who Bluey is, it's the it's a family of four dogs. It's a kids cartoon. It's Australian. It says, it's fabulous. Yeah, there's uh, mom, dad, Bluey, and Bingo, and Bingo is the younger sister. Mm-hmm. Bluey's the older sister, and it's a and it's a picture of Bingo just being super extra, and uh, Mum is looking at her like, and I say Mum because it's Australian, and that's what they mom. that's her name on the show. Yeah, and Mum is looking at her like, what is up with you? And the caption says, if you have an easy firstborn child, do not feel good about yourself. It is a trick from Mother Nature, so you, fueled by false confidence, reproduce again. Your second child will be a no-limit soldier who likes to slap and doesn't sleep. Everyone is telling us this. Uh, we're getting every every time we talk about how great Ellie has been, somebody has to pipe up and say, well, wait till number two shows up. Yeah, my mom says that too. Wait till number two shows up. And I am to I take issue with this. Now, first of all, um, if it was a vote, I should put it up as a poll and see how it goes. But if it was a vote, it was definitely 80% of the votes said this is absolutely true. 20% of the votes said it's not true. My first was actually crazy and my second was whatever. But I think all the results are skewed and here's why. I, and I know there's people listening right now going, oh, you keep talking. Just you wait. Just you wait till February. I'm um, cooking up a devil over here. Right. A hellion. So here's, here's what I think. I think that when a parent gets pregnant with child number one, everybody likes to say, oh, it's going to be so awful. And I and I'm you know paraphrasing. I'm in, I'm I'm paraphrasing there. Um, they don't say it's the worst thing ever. They say it's the greatest thing ever. But they say, oh, get ready to not sleep. Get ready to have a mess. The hardest house. job you'll get, ever have. The hardest job you'll ever have. Get, yeah. We've talked about this before. That it's just a lot of people just default to the challenges that come with it, as opposed to the blessing part of it, right? right. And so I think that universally everybody goes into the arrival of their firstborn thinking that it's going to be awful. And I don't think that it ever is. Or I don't think, I don't think it's as awful. I don't want to say that because I know there are people who, who have, uh, you know, challenges with their, with their firstborn. But I think generally speaking, it, the bar is set really, really high for it being miserable and it's not really met. I think that that's the reason that we enjoy Ellie so much is because we set the bar really low. 
Cause we're like, okay, yeah, maybe all these things is going to be a rough couple of years, whatever. And then when it wasn't but it as wasn't. horrible but as I we think thought, we're what, right. But I think that set us up for success. But I think then, that's whatever, I, that's, that's my point with this, with this meme that's going around is I think that it's not that the kids are better or worse. I think that the expectation of number one is that it's going to be really tough and it's not. Mm -hmm. So the number one is not super easy or super difficult. No, it just doesn't meet the expectation that was set. Right. Right. So then when number two comes around, of course, number two is going to be more difficult because there's just more of them. Yeah. There's twice as many dirty butts. Mm -hmm. There's twice as many critters making a mess. There's twice as many mouths that need to be fed. Mm -hmm. There's twice as many toys to be scattered around the house. So it is, so it's twice as much action going on, but the, the gap is bigger because the expectation of number one was never met for right. it being as bad. Does that make sense? Totally. Did you know that there's more to the walk to end Alzheimer's than just walking? The Alzheimer's Association invites you to join our movement towards a brighter future for all those affected by Alzheimer's. With events in more than 600 communities nationwide, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is the world's largest event to raise awareness and funds for Alzheimer's care, support, and research. We walk for the 150,000 people in Georgia living with this disease and the nearly 350,000 friends and family members taking care of their loved ones every day. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's. But to get there, we need you. If you live here in Georgia where we live, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is in 20 cities around the state this fall. We'll be walking in Atlanta on November 4th at the Battery at Trist Park, and we would love if you would join us. And if you're not in Georgia, there are events in your community too. To register and get involved with a walk near you, head to alz.org slash walk today. That's A-L-Z dot O-R-G slash walk today. Join the Walk to End Alzheimer's and help us make a brighter future for all those affected by Alzheimer's. Make a difference today at alls.org slash walk. Right now, you can save 10% off the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set. Caraway knows all about keeping a kitchen organized. First of all, their stuff is beautiful. It comes in beautiful colors. Second of all, it's safe. Their ceramic coated kitchenware is free of things like Teflon, lead, cadmium, other toxic materials. And you don't really need much oil or butter to get your eggs to slide right off the pan. But know this, they are also all about making it easy to store cookware and storage supplies in your kitchen. They know how easily those cabinets next to the stove can become cluttered and disorganized. That's why Caraway keeps it simple. It's non-toxic, it's easy cooking, it's well-loved, and it's what we have in our house. I would love it if you checked out Caraway for your home and then told us what colors you chose to elevate your kitchen. Save 10% right now by going to carawayhome.com slash upside10 to take advantage of a limited time offer to save 10% off your next purchase. Caraway Home, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y-H-O-M-E.com slash upside10 or use upside10, that's upside10 at checkout to save 10% from Caraway.
I have been telling you about Little Spoon and how we love their smoothies. When Ellie was a small baby, she liked the baby blends food and they have come out with something brand new that we are so excited about because the big question in our house is what are we gonna send for school lunch? What are we gonna send for snack? Well, they have two things I wanna tell you about. One is the lunchers. They are the perfect lunchtime fit. They're easy mealtime on the go. You can stuff them in their lunch box and it has over 10 grams of protein in each meal and under five milligrams of sodium in each meal meal. From fridge to bag, they are ready to eat on the go and they're usually under $9 a meal. Now they also have snacks. This is a new thing too, right? And some of the snacks are things that we used to remember as kids, but Little Spoon has done a healthy take on those. Your kids are going to love them and you're going to love them because they don't have all the junk in them. One of them is the dipsters with um, brownie batter and cookies, confetti cake and pretzels done the Little Spoon way. They also have veggie loops, fruit rippers, oat bakes, which are oat-based baked bars. Um, And they have smoothies, which Ellie has been drinking for a while and she absolutely loves. It's all fresh, so delicious and made with the cleanest high quality ingredients. And did I mention it comes right to your door? Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash upside30 and enter our code upside30 at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's L-I-T-T-L-E spoon.com slash upside 30 and enter our code upside 30 for 30% off at checkout. We are having a very exciting day today. And that is because the Calling Home podcast has launched. This is our 16th podcast that we have produced and developed and I have been a fan of the woman who is the host for years. She has an Instagram account named Sit With Wit. She's a licensed family uh, therapist and she just has the greatest stuff about family dynamics and she's expanded that into a podcast. She's launching this podcast, which is called Calling Home with Whitney Goodman so that one, she can talk to other experts in the family dynamic space And her brush that she's painting experts with is pretty broad Mm -hmm. because she's talking to other therapists and and authors and and speakers in the field. But she's also finding people on TikTok and on social media who have a really good grasp on how to navigate those things. And she's having conversations with them as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the interview portion. And then she's also doing... uh, question and answers so that you can get direct feedback on your specific situation. You can leave her a voicemail. And the cool thing about this podcast is there might be varying levels or degrees of what kind of family weirdness you have, but I think 100% of the people on the planet have some sort of weird, it may not be with your parents, maybe it is, maybe it's with your siblings, maybe it's with your aunt. Like, I just don't know that anyone gets out of that unscathed because I don't think there is such thing as like a perfect family or knowing how to deal with family dynamics perfectly. So this really is literally for everyone. I am Whitney Goodman. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. You may know me from the Instagram account, Sit With Wit, and I help adults have better family relationships. You guys are going through a lot in your adult family relationships. I know that this is going on in pretty much every household 
around the world. Season one is going to be a combination of Q&A episodes where I talk about what I'm noticing in my sessions, what I'm seeing online, and I also take questions from you all. My husband and I would really like to start up a relationship again, but we just don't know how to go about it. She's just not open to it. And I was just wondering if you could lend some advice to, you know, how do I help them move forward? The relationship was toxic. It, they were gaslighting me. I'm going to help you feel less alone. I'm doing a series of interviews with experts, authors, people in the field, and also just regular real people that I've seen on TikTok that I love what they're doing in the space of family relationships. And I'm like, I really want to talk to this person. I'm not here to threaten divorce. I'm not here to say I'm out. I'm committed to this relationship. I'm committed to our lives, but I'm not committed to how we run this organization. It really has to be up to the individual. We have to trust individuals to make the right choices. Even if a parent doesn't feel like they did something that was particularly hurtful or whatever, if their adult child now says that they did, it's critically important to any relationship that they do take responsibility. I am so excited to dive in to this season with you, and I cannot wait for you to hear what's next. Welcome to the Calling Home Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You are always so supportive of us, and it is free to support podcasts. There's a lot of ways that you can support podcasts, especially new shows. It really, really helps. So if you go look up Calling Home, give it a listen. It's not subscribe anymore. It's follow, right? We're following people now. Every platform is different, but follow (laughs) Calling Home on both Apple and Spotify. Wherever you listen to podcasts and, you know, take a minute to listen to the show and give a review. Give it a five-star review. That really helps podcasters and it helps us as well. And it's something that you can do for free, especially if you're having a bad day, like Jeff had yesterday. (laughs) Flip the energy. Go listen to a new podcast and subscribe and let us know what you think. We're really excited for this one. Your three random things for today are, is that how you normally it? Here are your three random things yeah. for today. I feel like I never start. Uh, the cost of raising a kid is about $240,000 before college. That does. I don't think that includes any education. So if you do any sort of private school, that that's... It does not... Here's what it doesn't include, which to me is like, what? This amount does not include sports, after school classes and activities, or the cost of sending them to college. It's like bare bones, which is food, housing, apparel, transportation, and uh, health insurance. And the biggest expense is childcare, which is just astronomical. And it's crazy to me that so many people in my life, it's cheaper for them to quit their job and stay home than it is to find childcare. That's insane. It, yeah. It's, it's, that is such a weird, we are so lucky and, and, and blessed Callie that we are able to navigate that because of our schedules, because I, I remember uh, doing the math once uh, for a coworker who was contemplating quitting her job. This is an old radio coworker and she was working in sales and she was doing okay, but she figured out what number she had to hit in order for her to essentially break even. And she didn't see it happening in the next few months. And she, her thinking was, I could just quit this job. 
right? Go get a job, you know, be the manager of the pizza hut that's a mile and a half from my house, Mm -hmm. get its salary, you know, bonuses if we do well, whatever. The take-home pay will be a third what I'm making here, but I- I put more in my pocket and because I'm, right. I don't have to commute. I don't have to whatever. I can work right. when my husband's home. It's not a nine to five thing. Nuts. It's insane. And it also like, even when your kid gets to public school age where you can send them to public school, like school gets out at three. So for most people, if you're working to bare minimum five, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's either you have to pick a morning shift and get someone to that can wake up with your kids in the morning or find a two hour, you know, childcare solution. I mean, it's just crazy. Or sign them up for sports, which you got to pay for. Which you got to pay for. Here's your second random thing uh, that if you are pregnant and super, super sick, this might make you feel better. Uh, Morning sickness is potentially a sign that your child is developing a high IQ. Uh, researchers who reported this to the journal of pediatrics said the kids whose mothers had uh, extreme nausea and vomiting during pregnancy were more likely to have higher than average IQ. The kids of those um, moms were more likely to have a higher than average IQ than mothers who did not have any morning sickness. And as they went on to say that the severity of the vomiting also correlated with the higher IQ scores. So when you're barfing your brains out, just think, well, I'm baking a smart one. And your third random thing for today, Jeff, have you ever seen, I know you've seen Robins, but have you ever seen when Ancestry looks up like celebrity family trees and figures out what other famous people they're uh, related co- to? Your old coworker, Robin, I was thinking of the bird. Oh no, Robin Mead yeah. found out that her third cousin is Blake Shelton. Right. But Ancestry has these like super smart genealogists that go through all this stuff. Well, they found out recently that Two co-stars from The Parent Trap, Chessie and Meredith Blake, um, their great-grandparents were neighbors in the early 1900s. That's funny. How random is that? And they wound up being like good friends and coworkers having zero idea that their great-grandparents, um, they were both immigrants and they lived on the same street. So they don't have, they don't know for sure that they knew each other, but being from the same community... They probably did. So I just thought that was really neat. And shout out to The Parent Trap, one of the best movies ever. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.